Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haprasit would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'm so thirsty. Let's pray. Father, we thank you so much for teaching us the Word of God and help us to grow spiritually. We believe, Father, your Word is like spiritual food. And when we receive your food, Lord, we will be strong and healthy in our soul, in our spirit. And then, Lord, we can be blessed in other areas of life, Father. We want to be strong believers. We want to be mature Christians, Lord. Therefore, we receive your word with good attention. We incline our ears to what you are saying. And we keep them in the midst of our heart. We don't let them depart from our eyes because they are life to those who receive them and health to all their flesh. Thank you, Father. We want to hear from your Holy Spirit right now. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Thank God that he loves us so much and he saved us. I grew up as a lost man when I was in Thailand. I worship idols. I play with animism and got involved in a lot of black magic and witchcraft. But thank God for American missionaries named Dan and Fan Cobb from Southern Baptist who helped me to come to know the Lord. And eventually I got born again and they trained me to serve the Lord, to become a pastor. Thank God for American missionaries. So I'm so thankful for my salvation that comes to the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm so thankful that Jesus suffered on the cross and he died for me. He paid for my sin. But after... I got saved. I did not go to heaven yet. I still live on this earth. And God loved me and you so much that he wants us to live a super abundant life. He wants us to be more than conquerors. He wants us to live a victorious life that we can become the salt and the light of the world. We can represent him as ambassador and bring a lot of blessing to this world. We want to be the blessing to the nation. In order to be victorious, he gives us the helper. His name is the Holy Spirit. We have been learning of how to be led by the Holy Spirit. Today I will continue to teach again how to live a spirit-led life. In our life, we have at least two witnesses to show that this is the right thing to do, this is the right teaching, or this is the way I should go. The first witness is the Bible. The Bible is our guideline in everything we do. If anything that is out of the Bible, we will not follow. We just follow the Bible. And the second witness is the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit the wells in our spirit. And he is the co-witness with our spirit to confirm, to tell us that this is right and this is wrong. So in our walk every day, 
in order to get to the road of victory, in order to fulfill our vision and our destiny, we must learn the word to know the word, and we also must learn to follow the witness of the Holy Spirit on the inside of us. We need to learn how to fellowship and be close to the Holy Spirit on the inside of us. You need to understand that we have the enemy of our soul. Our enemy is the devil and his fallen angels and demons. The devil would try to deceive his people, try to lead them in the wrong direction and trip them up and cause damage to their life. The Bible says the devil comes to kill, to steal, and to destroy. If we are not careful, we can get into the wrong path and get into the big trouble. So many Christians are hurt or are in trouble before they find out that, wow, I follow the wrong voice. I follow the direction of the enemy. Therefore, as believers, we need to follow the Holy Spirit closely and learn how to discern between the wrong direction from the devil and the right direction from the Holy Spirit. For me, I'm not the type of person who will easily jump on any bandwagon. I'm not easily jumping on any ministry or any project. I will do only what the Holy Spirit tell me to do. Because otherwise, I'm going to have a heartache, headache, losing money later on. I don't want to cry later on. I want to go on the right path that God has ordained for me. I need to check inside me first with the Holy Spirit what He wants me to do. I don't want to be disappointed. I don't know everything. I don't know people's motives sometimes. I don't know the future. Who knows the future? The Holy Spirit. Who knows the motive of people? The Holy Spirit. Who knows what is right for you and me in our daily walk? The Holy Spirit. That's why it's so important to be led by the Holy Spirit 24-7. The book of Proverbs chapter 3 verse 5 say, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your understanding. A lot of people in the world, especially smart people, have lived only by their own understanding. They follow their own understanding. They trust their own knowledge and understanding. If you lean on your understanding, you will not follow God because the understanding that you have becomes your God. We have to be careful not to lean only on our understanding. You need to understand that the Christian life is a walk of faith. It's a walk of faith. I don't know what happened in the future to this church, but I follow God by faith. A lot of time people come to God with this kind of attitude. God, I will do what you say to me if I know the whole picture. If I know how this is going to turn out. If I know everything about this subject or about what I'm going to do. If you have that attitude, you're not walking by faith. This is the way God works with us. He will tell us only a part of the story. He will let us know only some part. He may not even tell us what's going to happen to the future. Because if we know everything 
about the whole issue and about the future. We are not walking by faith anymore. We don't need faith anymore. But as we walk by faith, we know a little bit. We step in and just do that part. And then we walk another step by faith. We know that part, only that part. We don't know the future. Then God say, "Good, I put the thumb up to you because you walk by faith." Amen. So that's why we need to really trust the Lord with all our heart. I don't know what's going to happen to the ministry in Europe. This ministry that we go there, I don't know. I just walk by faith day by day. The Holy Spirit leads me to do this, to do that, to teach this, to go visit and say this. I just. Go day by day by faith. Just trust Him and follow Him. When the Bible talks about trust in the Lord with all your heart, it doesn't mean the cardiac heart here, the cardiac organ. In the medical term, we call cardia or the body heart here. It doesn't mean lungs or rivers, but the heart in the Bible means the center or the core of our being. It means our spirit man and our inner man, our spirit inside here. We trust God not with our physical heart. We trust God with our spirit, with our inner being here inside here. We trust Him. Psalm chapter sixteen verse seven: I will bless the Lord. This is New King James Version. I will bless the Lord who has given me counsel. My heart, not cardiac, but my spirit, also instructs me. The reason King David said that because the Holy Spirit lives in our heart, and through our heart, not through our understanding, not through our brain, instructs me in the night seasons. Amplified Bible say, "I will bless the Lord." Who has given me counsel? Yes, my heart instructs me in the night seasons. Can we receive the counsel of God? Can we receive the wonderful, powerful counsel and instruction from the Lord in everything we do? Yes, this is how I have been doing neurosurgery practice. I listen to the counsel of God. Thank God, I'm not boasting, but it's true. Most of my patients are doing very well. Some patient had surgery by another surgeon five years ago, and after surgery, the pain still the same. Actually, one man, he came from Philippines. He had surgery by another surgeon many years ago, but he continued to have back and leg pain. And when I look at his MRI, I received the counsel from the Lord, and He told me exactly how I should perform surgery for this man. He saw me last Thursday in my office. He hugged me. He's gonna go back to Philippines, and he say, "All the pains that I suffered for many years, all gone." I want a stack of your business card. I want to give to all of my friends, and he knows I'm a Christian. I receive the counsel from the Lord, my dear brother and sister. Everything we do, actually, one of the things that I enjoyed about mission trip is that when I stand there or sit there to give direction to the church, I heard the Holy Spirit all the time. What He's 
want me to give counsel to these people what to do, what is next. Everything comes from the Holy Spirit. It's a counsel from God. The counsel from God is wonderful in every situation. Everyone say God's counsel. Everyone say every situation. Even in the most dangerous and disastrous looking situation. Some situation can be life and death. But if the Lord gives you counsel to give direction to you what to do, you can get out from that situation, the disastrous situation with victory. I noticed that a lot of people in the world are very panicked when they face situation. A lot of people could not sleep at night, are living in anxiety and fear. And one of the reasons people are living in panic and fear and anxiety is that they don't know what to do. Not knowing what to do make you live in stressful heart condition. I don't know what to do. What's next? But thank God as a believer, we don't need to live that way. We don't need to be stressed out. We don't need to be in fear. We don't need to be panicked. Because we have the person who lives on the inside of us, the Holy Spirit, who knows everything. He even knows the situation before it happens. And he knows how to get out of that situation. He knows how to resolve the problem in that situation. The Holy Spirit can give us counsel and know exactly what to do. Not just know what to do. The right thing to do at the right time to get us into victory and out of the disastrous situation in our life. Not knowing what to do torments a lot of people. I thank God that we have the Holy Spirit so we can know what to do. We walk by faith. The Holy Spirit will lead us to the right place at the right time, give us the right direction, tell us what to say, where to go, what to do. The decision will come from the counsel of the Holy Spirit all the time. Sometimes we get stuck and our head say, I don't know what to do. You must say, shut yourself up, head. Your head, shut up. I have the Holy Spirit on the inside of me. Holy Spirit, I stir you up right now. I will know the right thing to do at the right time. Go to the right place. And not because I'm sharp or smart, but because I have the Holy Spirit on the inside of me to tell me what to do in this situation. Don't misunderstand the Bible. The Bible never says that you should not use your own understanding. You can use your own understanding. You can use your brain. Actually, I recommend you do your homework. You study. You read. You find all the information. You analyze everything that you can about if you want to build a house, you need to analyze what size, how much money you're going to spend, what is a budget. You need to analyze everything. You use your brain to the maximum to gain all the knowledge and understanding. Okay? 
Nothing wrong about that. I do that too. I need to look at the X-ray. I need to interview my patient for an hour. What kind of pain? The pain is here or the pain is in there. What type of pain you have? How long you have the pain? What kind of accident? How the accident happened? I gather all the information to understand my patient. But after you gather all the understanding and make analysis, you still need to hook up to the Holy Spirit, and He will lead you. To tell you what to do exactly. Why? Because number one, our information can be wrong. The analysis can be wrong. Three, we don't know the future. I give you example. One time, I was at the University of Washington in the laboratory department. The resident had to be in the research for one year, so I did the research on the rats. I kill rats. And put chemical on their brain. I don't want to tell the detail. But another man from another country—I don't want to say what country—came to to University of Washington and did the research on the vessel on the neck to see its vascular spasm on the rat. And eventually, he wrote a journal and put in the Journal of Neurosurgery that if you use this medication, it's gonna prevent. We call vasospasm. Vaso means vessel. Vasospasm prevent the spasm of the vessel in the neck. I was in the same room in the laboratory, and I find out that he lies. For example, if he kill 100 rats and 50 of them have bad outcome, he cut that off, and he keep only the 50 with a good outcome and report only the 50. That article in the journal was totally wrong because this doctor or scientist cheated. You see, <laughs> you have to be careful. You cannot depend on only information. You need to listen to the Holy Spirit. People may be nice to you, come and tell you this and that. You still need to listen to the Holy Spirit. They may present to you how you invest your money, how to do this and that. You cannot trust people hundred percent. You don't know the future when the stock market's gonna crash. You don't know. The only person who can bring you to the truth, to know the future, and protect you from losing money, resources, energy, and time and health is the Holy Spirit. Amen. So we need to be led by the Holy Spirit, not by logical reasonings, not by our feelings, not by our head, not by. Man's opinion, or by anything except by the Holy Spirit, He is the best guide. He is the best leader. Amen. The Bible say in the Book of Psalm, chapter sixteen, verse seven again. My heart also instruct me in the night season. In that generation, after the sun went down, there was no TV program. There was no text message. Or internet to watch. So when the sun went down, everything quiet and dark. So people sit in the room in the dark place, maybe just a little bit of candle, and have quiet time to pray to God, to seek God's direction. So the night season in that generation is a quiet time. It's a time that they don't work, they don't do farming. They just focus on the Lord. Can The Holy Spirit lead us 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Yes, He doesn't lead us only in the night season, 
But the Bible emphasizes nine seasons for this generation. What it means? It means today we have a lot of TV program. We have internet TV. We have all kinds of apps in the smartphone. Line. What else? What's an app? Is that right? What's an app or something like that? Or we have Google, YouTube. As I mentioned to you, 15 years ago, when I walk into the lounge room in the operating room, all the nurse and doctors sit and look at each other's eyes, and we talk and talk and have good time to get to know each other. If you go to the operating room lounge now at Evergreen and Overlake at lunchtime. You will see that everybody sit on their chair with the phone up. No one talk to each other nowadays. Doctors have their own phone or iPad. We are in the generation of being busy with the internet. And we are always busy with the internet. We have to check internet all the time. And that's why we don't hear from God. That's why we never really talk to God because we talk to the iPad and the iPhone and the TV and some house even blast with the, a lot of songs in the house and all the worldly songs. They cannot hear from God. Psalm chapter 46 verse 10 say, Be still and know that I am God. Everyone say, Be still. So in other words, if you want to spare yourself from losing money, losing energy, time, effort, and resources, don't try to run around doing your own things all the time with your own understanding. Sometimes if you take half an hour to listen to God, be still, read the Bible, pray, and God give you counsel to do the right thing, go in the right place, at the right time, get the right direction, doing the right thing, one time, you get the result, you don't waste your time, you don't waste your money, you don't waste your resources away, because you do the right thing, at the right time, at the right place, and say the right thing, because of the leading of the Holy Spirit. Sometimes we need to stay quiet. Our generation today, in the 21st century, we are trained to be busy. We are trained to do something all the time. All the time. If we have nothing to do and sit still at our dining table, we feel a little bit like, oh, why I do nothing? I need to go to do something right now. Run to the computer, run to the TV, do something right now. But brother and sister, sometimes it's good to be still and quiet. I listen to God. Pastor Da say Amen. Because I do that too. I run all, all the time. Do something all the time. We can learn from the Lord how to be quiet. Isaiah 40 verse 31, the Bible says, But those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Brothers and sisters, if we keep running, 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 doing our, our own thing, never trust in the Lord, listen to the Holy Spirit, we're going to be burned out. We are living in a mortal body. We need to rest. 
we need to sleep. <laughs> we need to learn how to be still and to wait on the Lord. Sometimes it's good to go to bed and just sleep and wake up in the, early in the morning and talk to the Lord. Not keep going and going and going. Sometimes when I heard that some members still awake at 1 a.m. on Saturday night, email me or call me. I start to think, are they going to be awake tomorrow on Sunday morning? <laughs> I start to be concerned that they are up at late at night. You learn how to rest and be still and wait on the Lord so that you can be strong and healthy physically, emotionally. Do you know that faith and rest are connected? Everyone say faith. Everyone say rest. When you walk by faith, you can rest. You can go to bed and rest and trust God that tomorrow is going to be all right. The Holy Spirit is going to lead me. You don't have to be frantic and just stressed out all the time. If you walk by faith, you can rest your body. You can rest your soul, your emotion. You can rest your spirit. You don't have to worry all the time. Be stressed out all the time. You just rest and say, God, I trust that you're going to lead me. You're going to pave the way for me. Your grace will go before me and I'm going to be all right. I'm going to have victory in this situation because I trust in you and I will listen to your guidance. I can rest in the Lord. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 11 say, Let us therefore make every effort to enter that rest so that no one will fall by following the example of disobedience. Rest is good. If we walk by faith, we can be still, be quiet, wait on the Lord, and rest. And then we will have victory. Amen? God sent the Holy Spirit to help us so that we will not be burned out, so that we will not be sick and be stressed out and worried and lose sleep and get sick. Stress causes people to be sick. High blood pressure, rupture, aneurysm, rupture, vessel in the brain and get the stroke. We can rest all the time as a believer because we walk by faith. Now let me read another scripture. Psalm 26 verses 1 to 2. I will read from King James Version. Judge me, O Lord, for I have walked in my integrity. I have trusted also in the Lord. Therefore, I shall not slide. Examine me, O Lord, and prove me. Try my reins and my heart. This scripture talks about integrity. If you want the Holy Spirit to lead you, another principle we learn, you need to understand that God is not a liar. God is not a person who would deceive people, lie to people, cheat people. Everything God say and does is in line with his truth, integrity, and honesty. The Holy Spirit will not lead us to lie, to cheat, or to do something wrong. He always leads us to the truth and do the right thing. Therefore, if you want to be led by the Holy Spirit, you need to settle in your heart. I'm going to be a man 
of integrity. I'm going to be a man of honesty. I'm not going to be involved with deception, manipulation, lying, cheating, and doing anything wrong. I want to live in integrity so that I can match up with the Holy Spirit and walk together with Him all the time. That's why King David said, Look at my heart. I have my integrity. I will follow you. I trust you. Amen? Everyone say integrity. integrity. And not only that, he said, I shall not slide. After living in this world for more than 60 years, I noticed that we have two choices. We're going to choose the high road of integrity, honesty, and truth. Or we're going to choose the lower road. The Bible talks about ego. Ego is flying very high above the storm. Ego is a picture of somebody chooses a very high road, high plane of life. Or you're going to be like chicken. Katak, katak, katak. But it's in English. Katak is Thai word. How, how the chicken... Bok, bok, bok. Okay. What is in English? Huh? Quack, quack, quack. Not quack, not that quack. Okay, anyway. Chicken is in the lower plane. And they just scare all the time, stress out all the time, and anything bad happens. But the ego just so calm, just soar calmly in the sky high. We can either choose the highway or the low way. People who choose the highway is the people who choose the truth, the honesty, and integrity. And King David said, I will choose that way so that I will not slide down into the lower road. If you want the Holy Spirit, the wind of the Holy Spirit to lead you, you need to choose the highway, the higher path, the high road, the road of the truth. Then he continued to say, Examine me, O Lord, and prove me. Try my reins and my heart. What are the reins in the Bible language? The reins is a steering equipment for a horse. Reins are the leather strap that connect to the bit in the mouth of the horse. And the Bible compares reins to our heart condition. In other words, the Holy Spirit leads our spirit or our heart and He tells us what to do. He steering our heart turn left, turn right like a power steering wheel. So King David say, I have the reins inside me. You hold on that reins and you tell me what to do. I want to be a rain, a rain-trained horse. A rain-trained horse, when the owner just pull a little bit, just gentle pull, the horse will follow. If the owner pull to the left a little bit, the horse will go to the left. We need to be a well-rain-trained horse if we want to follow the Holy Spirit. Let, me look at, let us look at Psalm 32, verse 7. I'm almost done. You are my hiding place. He is our protection. 
You shall preserve me. You mean God shall preserve me from trouble. You shall surround me with songs of deliverance. This is a promise of God that God will protect us. God will guide us. God will make sure that the trouble cannot destroy us. That is a promise of God. But we have to do our part. God wants to protect us. God wants to guide us. But what is our part? Verse eight. I, I mean God. Uh, a while ago, my mean you, my hiding place. But now I mean God. I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will guide you with my eye. Who gonna instruct us to get to the right place and to avoid accident, avoid sickness and disease? Avoid losing money unnecessarily. To invest in the wrong place and lose money. To get involved with the wrong people and get into big trouble. Who can instruct us and teach us the way we should go? The Lord. And the Lord, by the Holy Spirit, will tell us and guide us what to do. Our job is to connect to the Holy Spirit. And become a rain-trained horse. He will guide us to protect us, to lead us to the right place, to the place of victory and prosperity. He will tell us where to go, what to do. Amen. His job is to guide and protect. Our job is to listen to his instruction, to his counsel. Let look at verse nine. Psalm 32:9 Do not be like the horse or like the mule which have no understanding which must be harnessed with bit and bridle use the metal bit and metal bridle else they will not come near you my brother and sister if you want to be led by the holy spirit not only that You should live a life of integrity, honesty. You should depend on the Holy Spirit. Look to the Holy Spirit. Trust the Holy Spirit. Have faith in the love of God. One more thing: you need to be rain-trained horse. You need to allow God to lead you. Don't be stubborn. Don't be hard-headed. Some Christians say like this. They say, "I would do what God tell me to do, if I see a burning bush. I would do what God tell me to do if there are five more people prophesy on me the same thing. I would do God what tell me to do if I see five red trucks passing by my house, one after another. I would do what God tell me to do if an angel appears in my bedroom right now." I would do what God tell me to do if I can fly in the sky. That is stubborn horse. God can just tell you a little bit in your spirit. Doesn't have to be loud voice. He doesn't need to send an angel to you. He doesn't need to give you a dream to force you to do something. He just witness in your spirit just a little bit. You say I do it. You are that kind of horse. 
you will do what God just put impression in your heart just a little bit. He doesn't have to yell. You don't need to see the burning bush. You don't need to see an angel. You don't need to see Jesus. Jesus have to appear to me. No. Every single day, we are led by the Spirit on the inside of us. And when the Holy Spirit says something, witness something in your heart, you say, yes, Lord, I do it. God is looking for those kind of Christians. Sometime, I tell you, I notice human beings love spectacular things. Spectacular. Somebody can fly in the sky. Oh, maybe uh, people just flip upside down and walk on their head. Spectacular thing. If you are looking for spectacular thing, you may miss the supernatural. The supernatural doesn't have to be spectacular. can be very simple in your heart. And you do the right thing, and some good thing happen to you. Amen? Amen. Everyone needs to make your own decision. I want to be a well-trained horse, rain-trained horse. God, just give me a little bit of impression, I do it. I will not fight with him. I will not rebel against him. He doesn't have to put the metal brittle on me and yank on me and pull until I get hurt on my ankle or my mouth. And then, oh, okay, okay, I'll go. He doesn't need to. He just tapped me a little bit like this. I say, go. He said, turn right. I turn right. He said, do this. I do that. I will not fight with him. And I want him to lead me every single day. Amen? Amen. This is important. Train your heart to be humble, to respond to God, to surrender to the leading of God. And you're going to see your life go higher and higher. You're going to go to the right place, meet the right people, get the right job. Good things are going to happen to you. The grace of God will go before you. He prepare everything for you. You just follow him. And he's going to lead you to do the right thing. You can be healed. You can have supernatural breakthroughs, financial breakthroughs. A lot of things can happen because you are willing to follow the leading of the Holy Spirit. Remember this. God loves you so much. He wants to bless you. He wants to guide you to fulfill your destiny. He wants to use you to be the blessing to the nations. He wants to prosper you. He wants to heal you. He wants to give you life and give it more abundantly. What you need to do is to follow him. Amen? He's going to lead you to that destiny. The reason a lot of Christians are not there because they are stubborn. They, I heard some Christians say this way. I am an American. I live in a free country. No one can tell me what to do. To be an American has nothing to do with rebellion. You can be free, but you still need to submit to God and you follow God. Don't use the word, I am in America, so I don't need to listen to anybody. No, you still need to submit to authority. The authority of the government, the authority of your boss, the authority of God. You need to submit. Amen? Hallelujah. Do you learn something today? 
How many people say that I want God to lead me? How many people believe that God loves you so much? How many people believe that the Holy Spirit is endeavoring or committing to help you? Amen. He is committing to help you. He is endeavoring. He is trying everything to help you. I don't get jealous of God's position. God tried to lead a lot of people, but a lot of people rebel against Him. I, I'm not jealous of Him at all. To be in the position of God is not easy. But I want to be a very obedient child. God lead me, I follow. Everyone say, rain, train, horse. I'm not a rebellious horse. I'm not a rebellious mule. I am an eagle. To follow the wind of God. I choose the high plane. The high road. Follow the wind of the Holy Spirit. Father, we thank you so much for teaching us today. Help us, Lord, to grow in the realm of the Spirit. Help us to experience the leading of your Holy Spirit each day. When we wake up in the morning to the night time, help us, Lord, to learn how to be still, to wait on the Lord, to be quiet, not to be too busy, to the point that we cannot hear from you. Lord, we thank you so much for loving us and leading us every single day. Even little things, how to cook, how to park the car, how to talk to the customer, talk to the boss, what to do each day. You shall guide us, Lord. We thank you, Father, in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Hallelujah. I want to present the invitation. If you don't know Jesus, if you want to follow God and you want to have the salvation to go to heaven and to live a super abundant life, I want to encourage you to talk to God and ask Him to come into your life and receive His forgiveness. If you want to do that, you may be growing up in the church, but you never receive Jesus into your life. Or maybe you used to follow God, but now you have backslidden and you say, God, I want to come back to you. Just follow my prayer. Father in heaven, I want to come back home. You are my Father, my God, my Creator. You sent Jesus Christ, your Son, to die on the cross to save me to redeem me. Lord Jesus, come into my life right now. I will follow you. I will serve you. I repent of my sin. And I from now on will serve you. Thank you, Father, for accepting me as your son and your daughter. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name, amen. amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. 
We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.NewHopeInternationalChurch.com. I'm so thirsty. Thank you.